podcast you are listening to is part of the Between the Lines Studios Network. To find more great podcasts, please visit www.betweenthelinestudios.com. And I think you think I think you don't like me, but you know I know that's untrue. And as you think about what I think, I know I'm thinking of you. I can't get to sleep. Hola, como están? And welcome to... I lost my accent, the psych analysis podcast. <laughs> the best part about this psychoanalysis podcast is that two of the hosts have watched this show and the other two have not. Without further ado, I would introduce to you me. I'm Dan. <laughs> I'm Tabs. I'm Heidi. <laughs> and, and I'm Kim. I think that's our best intro yet. <laughs> and Dan now does awesome. the intro every single episode. <laughs> See, I told you. Yeah. It was a good idea to have Dan do the intro. It was. I had a good time. I need to, I'll be off headset for like 10 minutes while I put this back. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Just hold on to it. Let's go. Yes. And today we discuss season two, episode thirteen, lights, camera, homicidio. Da da da. Also known as Tab's favorite episode of the entire series. <laughs> Pretty much. So far, I mean, there's still seasons to go. <laughs> More than. Never mind. Maybe. I gotta watch that one again. Anyway, so, I know, me too. <laughs> um, yeah, Sean and yeah. Gus uh, get on set of a Spanish soap opera, telenovela, and Sean becomes an actor. Great episode. An actor yes. playing an actor? Absurd. <laughs> Within an right. act. I always love when TV shows go on set of a TV show. Usually my favorite episodes. I love when Supernatural does it. Uh, oh, it's really funny when Supernatural does uh-huh. it, yeah. Like, those kind of episodes always always make me laugh, because it's kind of like they're making fun of themselves, the TV show is. Yes. Which is funny, because my husband hates that. Oh. He thinks it's cannibalistic and horrible. I think it's very entertaining. It's, it's kind of a common thing in, like, artistic fields. I mean, you'll you'll see, uh, it seems like every poet on the planet has gone through a phase where they wrote poems about poetry. Mm-hmm. And it was so meta, man! <laughs> you know? Yeah, but I feel like when yeah, TV does... Yeah, he's an accountant. <laughs> oh, well, accountant. I feel like when TV does it, it's, it's making fun of itself, like this episode. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think I they're trying. I don't think they're trying to be super artistic. <laughs> All right, so yeah, this episode is awesome for lots of reasons, but one of the reasons is the intro. Yes. Oh yeah. The, the Spanish song. Yes. Phenomenal. Yes. The theme song in Spanish. This is the second oh, time this season, fun. right? That uh-huh. we've changed the theme Wait, song within like within yeah. a few episodes, no. I think. The other one was the Christmas one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Guys, kind of mariachi style in this one. If they could get Death Clock to do the next one, I think that would be great. <laughs> Death Clock, Death Clock. 
Um, the real reason, though, that this episode was a serious winner was that Sean was waggling his eyebrows the whole time. And in fact, that's what I'm doing right now and will continue to do. <laughs> nice. Throughout this podcast. I also love it because several of the characters in the show are named after the actual act, the actual set person on Psych. So, like, the craft services person is Kelly. That's the, her real name. The AD is named Roger and Ivan for wardrobe, and those are all people that actually work on the show. They didn't tell oh, Kelly cool. the uh, <laughs> script before this happened, did they? <laughs> I don't know. In fact, what if this was, like, an elaborate ruse to fire her? Like, listen, I mean, you killed somebody. I did not. That was part of the show. <laughs> no, no. Look, you saw. You just, just go, all right? Just <laughs> right so the episode is basically um there's a, been a murder on the set of a telenovela right well, during filming and yeah during the filming and so they go uh they like find out about it they're not on the case or anything but they find out about it and decide to go and try to solve because they want to be on the set well, and Gus knows the show really well. Yes. So does yes, everybody. because it's on, on every doctor's, yeah, um, doctor's office. Right, which I thought was a, a nice thing. And, uh, yeah, Henry's apparently a very big fan. Mm-hmm. Right, because he's retired. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, um, so, so, yeah, they go to the set, and... Then Sean realizes, and they think it's just a clear, clear, Lasseter's commence it's a clear case of just flat murder yeah, on screen. Sean and Sean knows that the guy was surprised, him. yeah, when he did it. Yeah. Now, that, that's kind of funny, too, because, like, they paused on his face for five minutes and showed us his face, and that was not the face of a surprised man. That was blue steel. <laughs> No, it looks surprised. You look like a surprised blue steel. <laughs> yeah. You ever think there's more to life than being ridiculously, ridiculously, ridiculously good looking? <laughs> no. It's not quote time yet. Not, not. We're not quoting Zoolander. Uh, I guess just wants to know where the story was going and right. who was the father of so and so's baby and. <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I loved I loved how into it Gus was with the story. Yeah. I you know, I love how into it everyone was. Mm-hmm. Like everyone that they kept encountering loved the show. Like Juliet. Oh right. Mm-hmm. And even and, and at yeah, one point like, didn't Lassie know something too? Maybe. Oh my god. Speaking of Speaking of Juliet, no, I don't think Lasseter knew a thing. Speaking of Juliet, uh, the the B storyline was irritating. Oh, I have a prediction, but... <laughs> okay, wait, refresh us on the B story. The B storyline was there's a uh, there's a new copy in town. Oh, right. And it's another, another female, and thus far I guess we've only met uh, Juliet and the chief as the only female cops in the Santa Barbara Police Department, and this new cop is needlessly rude. <laughs> Just brutally... I, I don't have... I don't have an adjective for how rude this woman was. 
And uh, at one point, what, after Juliet brings her a cupcake, she files for harassment charges. So, you know, this is, I don't know. It, something about that struck me and bothered the crap out of me. I'm sure it'll get resolved, but, oh, God. It was kind of nice. I mean, I didn't like it for Juliet because I thought Juliet was just trying to be nice. But it's kind of nice to have the um, the turnaround of a you know a female getting in trouble for being too too familiar. I thought that was interesting. An interesting Is thing, that a to thing do. that happens. Uh, it should. It I, should I mean, be that like... equal. <laughs> that if you're hmm. being creepy. It's not just a guy dude, thing. <laughs> if I if I brought a guy at work a cupcake and was like, "Hey, dude, I saw you were eating this cupcake the other day, and I just happened to, you know, stop by and grab one. Have a cupcake." He'd probably be like, "Oh, thanks, Dan." Right. And we'd be done. Right. I'm I I don't think this is a thing, male or female. Well, I could be wrong. It's more <laughs> the it's more, and we were talking about this on the Veronica Mars. It's like the the perception of the person being stalked. Is if it's adorable or creepy. <laughs> yeah. Well, you kind of have to admit that when Juliet's like, yeah, I was watching you and you mm -hmm. were eating this cupcake and so I bought you one. Okay, you were watching me? Right. Yeah, that was a little creepy. Mm -hmm. I happen to know what everybody in my office eats for lunch, so I don't know what you guys are smoking. <laughs> you know? Just She's trying, around, she's trying too hard, I think, is the, the deal. Yeah. But it's, it's clear that that's what she's doing. Right. And so the fact that the woman takes it that way is, um, uh, it makes her seem super obtuse. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, I wasn't a fan of it, but it was, it was interesting. Right. No, I agree. It was whatever. I mean, I, I totally forgot. It wasn't the important part <laughs> of this episode. I totally forgot about it being the B-plot, so you can tell how much I paid attention. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I like the flashback yeah. in this one where we see um, Sean catches Henry watching mm -hmm. the, the... Is it the same show? I don't know. More or less. It's a, it's a telenovela. a soap yeah. opera. Yeah, and uh, he, like, blames it on Sean's mom. Yeah, your mom had the TV on or right. whatever. And <laughs> mm -hmm. Isn't that the one where they talk about looking into the light? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and he tells him that, like, TV is a lie. Which mm -hmm. some people don't believe, so I can understand why this is a life lesson that we need to teach people. Well, I mean, that was the... The point, right? Mm -hmm. The girl didn't. She couldn't tell the difference. Yeah. And well, and everybody yeah. was having problems with it in the episode. Like even the actress, when she was like, right. "Well, I did this to him, and I did that to him." It's like well, that's what your character did. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't actually do uh -huh. that. Yeah, so I really enjoyed this just because, like, I watched a soap opera from, I don't know, the time I was, like, eight years old or something. So, um, <laughs> so I just found it really funny because, like, you get all of the, all of the, you know, the normal camera angles mm -hmm. that you see in a soap opera and the, the look at the end of the shot and 
just all of the craziness that goes along right, with it. Right, like the and... hypothetical questions and weird yeah. suspenseful music pause. <laughs> he was my brother? <laughs> yeah. Jim, what do you got right. there? I have an English muffin. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Okay, this has to be the fastest post-production ever on television. Because, <laughs> like, Sean gets hired, and then Henry's, like, seeing him on the TV the next day. That's, isn't that how soap operas go, though? No, not that fast. It's, it's, it's gotta be like, it's it's like a new episode every week sort of deal, isn't it? In the, in the old days, soap operas are In the old days, soap operas were every day. They're usually like a, Every week a day. month ahead. Day. Oh. Yeah, they're, they're usually they're filming about a month ahead of where they're airing. Oh. I remember when I was a kid that it was like... They do have a very yeah. quick turnaround. It was it was fast. Like, it was... That was the thing, though. They they sometimes had to do live episodes because they fell behind. They really yeah. did? I thought that was just like a horribly, horribly, like, no way in hell sort of no, deal. No, I remember that as a kid. That they were just yeah, gonna... that they had to do live episodes. Ew. I was going to say, I like, I love the fact that Sean, like, jumps in, even though he doesn't speak Spanish. <laughs> and, like, you know, I'm saying that with air quotes. Um, <laughs> and he just, you know, is phenomenal. Yes. At it. He just takes off. <laughs> so great. I love, I love how into it he gets, into being an actor he gets. Like craft services right. and signing autographs and knows all yeah. the lingo, which is the same thing that happened on Supernatural with Dean. <laughs> yeah. But yes, I do. Lo I love it because James Roday is part uh, Spanish, so he does he does know Spanish. Mm -hmm. Yes, he does. So that was fun. That was a fun thing to do. Oh, it's on Wikipedia. Oh, wow. When they were done live. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it says... Um, well, I'll get there. <laughs> There's a lot more text. Too much text. Alright, anything else you liked mm -hmm. about this episode or didn't like about this episode? Um, I liked that Juliet and Lasseter made their arrest on live TV. <laughs> I love how, how um, stage shy he got when he realized that they were on TV. <laughs> I liked the whole bit with the props. I thought that was all fun. I've never you know, actually seen like inside of a prop trailer. You think that was uh, pretty, pretty accurate? When I did theater, it was just a table. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then I liked the, the ending that Sean got on the show. Like, Sean drowned in well. <laughs> or did he? I like, yes, I like that open ending. Because mm -hmm. it always has to be open. Even if there's a body and they bury it, yes. it's still open. 
Oh, well, because it's their <laughs> twin brother. That's right. Who looks nothing like them. They're, they were or, a clone. Or, you know, they went and... In, no, or they went and had um, plastic right. surgery and uh-huh. became and an entirely new person. Yeah. Even their accent changed. That's my favorite. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, okay, here it is. It says... Stunts and complex physical action are largely absent, especially from daytime serials. Such stray events often take place off-screen and are referred to in dialogue instead of being shown. This is because stunts or action scenes are difficult to adequately depict visually without complex action, multiple takes, and post-production editing. When episodes were broadcast live, post-production work was impossible. Mm. Um, Though all serials have long switched since switched to being taped, extensive post-production work and multiple takes, while possible, are not feasible doing the, due to the tight taping schedules and low budgets. Yeah. So if ever there's a wizard on your soap opera, you better be a legitimate wizard because, man, <laughs> he's, when he's, when he's got to do a live show. not in the show. budget. <laughs> <laughs> Just call Harry Justin. But he can't. He can't. Sure can't be. A, he, yeah, he can't be around any electronic equipment. So. That's true. We're not geeks at all. Just saying. <laughs> no. Wizard. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, what did we think about the the actual murderer? Did you see that one coming? Yeah. I mean, I, I guess it fits with the. Um, you know, they're. I feel like they're making fun of fans of soap operas, but. I tell you, if, if you can't Sherlock it out, it's just not <laughs> as much fun. I was kind of impressed that it was actually somebody who worked on set rather than just some random fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was good. And I have to say that I love, and he shall ever be Artie, the writer. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. What's his real name? Saul. Saul Rubdick. Yeah, Saul. he's great. I love how into, like, writing he is. Like, oh, I should, I love being in jail because that gives me, yes, gives me source material. <laughs> oh, God, the way they had described the Santa Barbara jail, too. <laughs> yeah, that was. Yeah, well, one of these days on an episode where they have a murder on the set of a soap opera, it's actually going to be one of the actors. Because <laughs> on Castle, it was not right. either. I don't obvious. think the actors would, would like yeah. that very much. It was the actor who did it. <laughs> I'm not acting in this. No, I'm going to be in my trailers. Or maybe trailer. they used it all up in Murder, She Wrote, because yeah. there's like 35 different I was gonna say, actors murders. I know this squad has been done before, and I'm pretty sure it has yeah. been the actor. Okay. There's just like, Murder, She Wrote uh, at, the, at the movie theater. Murder, She Wrote at the play. Murder, mm-hmm. <laughs> She Wrote. Why is she writing well, all these things when she's supposed to be paying attention <laughs> to other stuff? Because her friends keep dying. She has lots of free time. <laughs> and then there was the TV show called Soap. Oh, right. Um, which was about people making a soap opera. And I'm pretty sure there were murders on that one, too. <sighs> anyway. And there was, like, a movie where the whole... The whole plot is this. The whole plot is this? So, anyway. I, I was going to say 
there was yeah ah, soap opera. I know that. I was gonna say there's a whole mo- movie where everybody on the train did it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and I this movie might even be called soap. It is my favorite episode of Psych so far. I also do love that uh, Gus's alias in this one is Lavender Gomes. Gomes? Is that what it is? It's his aunt's. Apparently, no, it's his aunt's name. I thought that was cute. Gooms. Gooms. Lavender Gooms. It was called Soap Soap Dish. Sorry. It's a movie. Mm. And I love that the telenovela's name is basically Gigantic Explosion of Romance. <laughs> All right, quotes. Oh, keep I on. love that they use bad wigs oh, yes. for everything. Sorry. Chad Sean's hair was ridiculous. It's like th- that bleach blonde. Ridiculous. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, this was one of those. Uh, uh, episodes where Taryn was actually on the uh, on the couch nearby mm-hmm. watching with me, and um, when the quote came up, uh, where Contessa Gabrielle says, "But he wrote a suicide note, Sean. No, he didn't. You should have a degree in being wrong all the time." <laughs> we kind of looked at each other. Yes. That was pretty fun. She's cute. <laughs> Love you. No, the Taryn face. <laughs> all right, quotes. Other than that one. <laughs> I was going to say that was a dance. Dance <laughs> took us already. Ooh, ooh, I like this one. You don't know her wrath. She hates me. She is like the Latina Susan Lucci. She beat me up. I hardly think there's a woman capable of that. Be Arthur. Be Arthur. That's a good one. Okay, I'm going to go with one day and we'll make sure the departmental screw-up doesn't bring down the entire Santa Barbara police world universe galaxy. (laughs) I like uh, Sean. Look around, Gus. These are my people. Who are your people? These people. Artists, thinkers, dreamers, guys dressed as toast. Gus and Sean are riding in a golf cart along the uh, TV studio, and Sean asks, you know, what could have been better than coming out here? And Gus says, eating my breakfast, I was having a poached egg with hollandaise sauce on an English muffin. And Sean, look, we'll, we'll solve it up quick. You'll be home in no time. And then I swear he actually answers his phone. He says, hello? He puts it down. Dame Judy called. She wants her <laughs> breakfast back. I didn't see it coming. Yes, it made it funny. funny. Okay, I have to do this one. I'll just be in the writer's room where it's emotionally damaging, but oh, physically Oh, I posted safe. that one on Facebook. <laughs> it's, my, it's my quote. It's my life I quote. I actually waited until, <laughs> until you had gone once, because I thought for yeah. sure you'd take that yeah, one. Yeah, that's but. one of my favorites. <laughs> it's one of my life quotes. Okay, I have to do this one because I can do it particularly well, because I am really terrible at accents. Hola, me llama Inspector Carlton Lassiter. Me gusta queso. 
Really? That's what you choose to say? <laughs> I also like, ah, high school Spanish has come back to haunt him. <laughs> And the whole thing about his his brother. <laughs> his brother is his sister. No, oh, there's this one where the guy says, I want to have your baby. I want to have your baby. <laughs> John goes, don't I have any female fans? <laughs> I do love that he's, like, posing mm-hmm. with people. While he's talking. To like, Henry. The, like mm-hmm. the day after he's on. And I love that Henry finds out just because Sean's all of a sudden on his TV. Yes, because he's watching the show. It's awesome. Hurry up, ask him a question that proves there's more here than meets the eye. I have a question. Are those delicious looking sandwiches for everyone? (laughs) (laughs) Follow up question. Do you have salami? Rating. Siete por snochos de la de dulce. I don't know Spanish. <laughs> yeah, I think you just said the seven of night. <laughs> For something. Yeah, no, that's about right. That's awesome. I, I love that rating. I, I, I see nothing wrong here. <laughs> the seven for night for something. I'm pretty sure it's nachos, but whatever. <laughs> uh, I will say eight out of ten oh. bad wigs. I this is my favorite episode. So ten out of ten, emotionally damaging but safe writing rooms. <laughs> I'm going to go also 8 out of 10 bad Spanish accents. Uh, Did you spot the pineapple? Yes, this is an easy one. Where did you spot the pineapple? The pineapple flavored gummy bears, man. You're close. Um, Sean had pineapple picking dumplings. Delivered to him. Because craft services is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Because except who for the fact that they well, only if you mess with the main actress. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, any predictions based on this episode? Uh, we're gonna see the um, the crabby old bint from the B storyline <laughs> again. The female detective that filed a complaint. Yeah. I hate everything. I'm sorry. Were you saying hello to me? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, we're going to see her. <laughs> okay. I mean, they can't, they can't introduce a character that just annoys you so bad and not have any closure with that. Like, she's going to turn out to be a really nice lady that was actually, like, mauled by a dinosaur as a child, and that's why she's afraid of everything. <laughs> mauled as a dinosaur. <laughs> what? <laughs> Interesting. I bet that Gus had something to do with that, with his oh, yeah. dinosaur head. It's perfectly uh, to scale, so. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. That would be All scary. Right, prediction, Heidi. 
Um, well, going along with Dan's theory, actually, because we have to see her again. I mean, she's like a new cop on the force. So, um, I'm hoping this isn't the case, but I think we're going to see her more than we see Buzz. Alright, well, I think that's it from us. We'll be back next time with more Psych. Adios. Que dinero. <laughs> Bye. You want money? <laughs> <laughs> what money? Psych Analysis is a podcast about the USA Network show Psych and is part of QuadruplesZ.com and Between the Lines Studios. Stay tuned for more episodes. If you want to get a hold of us, please send emails to BetweenTheLinesStudios at gmail.com or visit our website at QuadruplesZ.com. Psychanalysis is released under a Creative Commons Attribution, non-commercial, non-derivative work, 3.0 United States license. Grr. Gah. Yay, me.